0: sometimes but don't be afraid to be a source of light
1: peace good people
0: peace
1: how you feeling today Fee?
0: I'm feeling good how are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good I'm feeling grateful so grateful for the space so grateful for the listeners on the Black Love Podcast Network thank you for tuning in to another episode of Solar Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga
0: with Kariga and Felicia
1: And the listeners who create the space. Thank you. Thank you all for being here on the Black Love Podcast Network. Fee, I have an affirmation that uh, hit me in the chest.
0: (laughs) Today? On today. On today. And
1: I want to share it. It comes from my text. Okay. Page 54. Page 54. All right. And it reads... A grudge feels like power until you experience the power of love. Healing is liberating. A grudge feels like power until you experience the power of love. Healing is liberating.
0: <laughs> I take I take a couple of small breaths.
1: I had to take a, a, a deep <laughs> one.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. So in real time, real life. I was on the front porch asking myself, which could I hold on to which is sustainable?
0: Mm. The grudge or? The love. Mm.
1: And it wasn't a grudge that I wanted to hold. I more felt justified for feeling uncomfortable for being misunderstood. Mm. But there wasn't any power in that misunderstanding.
0: Hmm. All
1: right, so I'm going to contextualize this for y'all. <laughs> Fee and I enter the day unlike I've ever entered a day with her before. <laughs> it was literally the first time that I can recall entering a day like this.
0: I have a smile on my face because I'm really trying to recount if there has been any other time like this.
1: I cannot remember a day that begins like this ever.
0: Ever. ever. In the last, how many years? Okay.
1: About to be 18. I've That's not how my days begin.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. So, so boom.
1: <laughs> All right, so boom. <laughs> this how it goes. Fee and I have these monitors on our phone. It's an app that lets us see Kamali,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Fee is very in tune with this app and looks at her phone often, so sees that Kamali is awake. In in the natural order of things, it's my work to go get Kamali and begin our day together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. This day, I started with my phone nearer to me than usual. Mm -hmm. I first want to start there because there is an existing order of operations in which my phone doesn't get to my hand that early. Mm -hmm. But my phone was in my hand very early on this day. And when I went to Kamali's room to go get her, I spoke to her, told her I was going to be right there while I tried to engage in the communication i was trying to find on my phone Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: 15 seconds later (laughs) six seconds later shut up (laughs) nah uh definitely
0: probably five
1: yeah in whatever measure of moments was too long for felicia felicia gets out of the bed comes into kamali's room and picks her up to greet her yes i did and i was like "Ooh, i don't like that (laughs) i do not like that yeah First, I want to acknowledge that it in my own cognition, it felt like it was highlighting a difference as a deficiency. Mm. But also examining my own behavior, did I in fact feel that that difference was a deficiency or was it a deficiency? Mm. So I was examining was I less present than I needed to be? Was I less present than she deserves? And if I was, I'd like to elect for grace as it relates to how present I am every other moment. (laughs) But in that moment, what appeared to not be present enough for you caused you to come in the room and pick her up. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, first interaction in the morning, this is
0: unique. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. So different than any other morning I've ever experienced.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And, uh, Yeah, Papa Reed wasn't a funk about it, but I didn't do the silent funk. No. I spoke on it right away. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't like the way that felt. I don't like beginning my day like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Felicia responded with kindness, with clarification that that's not what she was trying to create, but it it already happened. So I had to figure out where in myself does this conflict lie? Is it resolved or am I feeling something? Mm. And then we had like our first communication for the day in the kitchen, beautiful sunlit kitchen. And it is what feels like a miscommunication off the break. And I'm like, off the dribble though? Like, (laughs) and so that communication informed by the previous communication Mm -hmm. felt like disjointedness. Mm -hmm. But it was disjointedness at the beginning of my day. And I don't understand that. My days don't begin like that no matter how much challenge they'll be I'll be presented with. I'd like to reserve my first few minutes for gratitude for prayer mm-hmm. for deep breaths for mm-hmm. scripture
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: but it didn't begin like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: right mm-hmm. so
0: yeah I think uh for me I I woke up and I saw that Kamali was up. Right, I didn't. I don't know if I heard anything or what, but there's this rhythm that I feel like I have with her when she's awake. Mm-hmm. Somehow I find myself awake and I'm able to see. Oh, you're awake, so let me go tend to your needs. And um, I did that maybe like an hour and a half prior to this waking, right? Mm-hmm. Where I went to feed her. She, oh y'all, she slept through the night uh, for about eight hours. I think eight or nine hours straight. So um that was just a a round of applause for her just for that for For me. Because I got a I got right, I got more rest. Uh but I I expected her to to not sleep as long on the second leg. Uh Mm -hmm. because she had slept so long. Mm -hmm. Right. But I I I wake up and I see that she's up and she's standing up already, and Mm -hmm. I don't know how long she's been up. Mm -hmm. And so I say to Riga, like, hey, uh, I think she's up. And and you're like, Yeah, yeah, she's up. Did you see her already? Or no, I, I told you, right?
1: I can't recall the sequence. I felt like I looked at her before. Yeah. On my app.
0: It's hard to say because honestly, it looked like you were really asleep. I hope so. <laughs> I think you might have really, really been asleep. But um, yeah, no. You were talking to your sister. Yep. That's why I was like, oh, she's up. So I assumed that you were already up. But nope. what I realized is that you were actually kind of half sleep talking to her. Mm-hmm. And so when I told Riga, like, hey, she's up. And you were like, okay, I'm going to get her. And then like a few seconds went by and I went back into my sleep. And then I realized I didn't feel you get up. So I'm like, hey, you going to get her? And you were like, yeah, I'm going to go get her. And then you went up. But you were on your phone to go get her, so I'm looking because I'm the, now. Let me tell you why I'm watching. One of my favorite things to see is Kamali's morning wake up. Mm-hmm. She is just so cute in the morning. She mm-hmm. is just the, all smile. She's bright eyed. She's bushy tailed, and it's the sweetest little little scene. Like, and I love watching her and Kariga be together and and exchange nose kisses or whatever. And so I'm looking for him. And I didn't see him, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, let me go and, and give her her greeting, her morning greeting, because she's <laughs> you
1: know, is, you know,
0: <laughs> let me this, give my baby this, her this is morning." My
1: favorite part of the whole thing, it's like <laughs> everything about what you were designing and your thinking, mm-hmm. your experience, your observation, mm-hmm. all that was like you know crystal clear. I get how it <laughs> differed than your expectation. But then y'all hear the part where she was like, "So I decided to go yeah, yeah, I had to go
0: give baby my baby her morning greeting. She in, didn't have it.
1: Insofar as I just wasn't going to, right? That's what happened in your
0: now. Room. He was there, and what I didn't see was whatever eye contact and communication that they had had when he entered the room. Mm-hmm. I saw him sit down on the rocking chair, but I I was expecting
1: the cute. So this is my favorite part about it. <laughs> she has the expectation, and that's okay, because your mom and I respect it.
0: I just didn't there want her are, to miss out on her morning. Greedy,
1: but there are so many mornings where you're literally not up, right? Do you, <laughs> you, you? You ain't lying. You don't even see these. You don't even see these moments on your app.
0: You're, no, sometimes I do, I and I go right to sleep. Yeah. And
1: in some moments, you don't. <laughs> I can. I'm not here to name them, but <laughs> I'm saying, of course, I love our bond in the morning as part of my moments with her, as part of the magic. I don't want anything else more than I want that. Mm-hmm. But you describe something. Uh huh. You woke up to hearing me on my phone with my younger sister who has the full right thereof to contact me.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And it was beautiful to be able to show up for her based on a conversation we had the night before. But what we all just heard is my day started much different than I normally begin them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I was on my phone as I woke up because that's what the call did. Mm hmm. I get calls sometimes when I'm asleep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not everybody has the priority of me answering that call from my sleep, but my baby sister just is in this very She's special category. She the one. But also contextualize, right, that my baby sister is doing an amazing job as a single mother yeah. uh, of three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Her partner passed the same year we experienced our loss.
0: Mm-hmm. In June.
1: In June, he had a aortic aneurysm, mm-hmm. young man. So I'm still very much just aware of the thing she holds, but nonetheless, I give you that as context because one day y'all gonna meet my baby sister (laughs) because that's my one. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But even that was not my norm. Right. I begin my day away from my phone, present in the moment uh, and present with Kamali. Mm -hmm. This day kinda figuratively and literally hit the ground running mm. right mm-hmm. and i told you about the other broadcast i was trying to find on my phone to figure out you know if this in fact was the day and mm. uh laughably it wasn't but those were all the like the things that were coming at me in that day mm-hmm. and like what that means to parenthood the desire to be present and give your child the best, while mitigating against what the day is presenting to you real time Hmm. and i think what it felt like in the moment was that it wasn't grace it was i'll do it
0: it felt like judgment
1: yeah but the sentence is i'll do it better
0: Mm. right
1: because you're doing it but you're not doing it the way that i imagine it to be done so i'll come and do it better it will be presented under the context that it's best for kamali but i'll come do it better and in that moment it felt like judgment and not grace
0: Mm.
1: because even the inquiry of right what's going on right if any of that would have been said i'd have been like oh you're right or yeah this is a different moment for me Mm. it was none of that it was come all right so (laughs) i don't know what it feels like to have Obviously, to be a mother. And I don't know what it feels like to have a mother who wants to do everything better than you for your child. But in some of the things that I've seen Felicia have to explain to her mom about being Kamali's mom, because grandma's always want to do the best. She's always wrong. It felt like you were grandmothering me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You <laughs> no. I have a really, 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 really great relationship with my mother in law. Just fortunately, but it felt like one of them scenes on a movie. Sorry, it felt like one of them scenes on a movie mm-hmm. when the mother-in-law comes in and does something uh-huh. because she just knows she's doing it better. <laughs> That's what it felt like.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciated us breaking this down bit by bit, Uh-huh. right? Uh, and I could see how it could feel like okay, I'm gonna come up in here and I'm gonna do something different because what you're doing is is a is deficit. Mm-hmm. You're not performing at a standard that I think Kamali should have, right? Mm-hmm. But what I will say is like I recognize that this is just one morning, right? And it didn't look the way that I thought it would look. And I know that that there is there isn't a deficiency on how you operate and show up as her father. Mm-hmm. Like you show up every, every way, every way possible. I see it all the time, but mostly in the mornings because I'm Mm -hmm. not, I'm not doing it. This is a rare occasion, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm usually not picking her up, but I do acknowledge that that is an off, it offset things. It, it offset Mm -hmm. communication. I mean, how often is it that not in just this particular situation, but there are expectations that we might have mm-hmm. that are, that go uncommunicated
1: mm-hmm.
0: that lead to misunderstandings and what it is that feels like judgment on behalf of another
1: yeah. because sometimes it can be so far from what was intended yeah but if we can't communicate the intention mm-hmm. around the action
0: mm-hmm.
1: then the intention gets even further buried behind what is happening? Yeah. In what ways the wires are being crossed, in what ways people are offended, in what ways people feel like one partner or the other is being difficult, right? It so we get further away from the intent. Yeah. And as I was on the porch in the front, I was just like, I don't want to get further away
0: mm.
1: from the power of the love. Despite the way I feel in this moment, if I can just get past the discomfort or the mm. offense i can lean in with love but it's not like a fake magic wand
0: it's right? not
1: if i'm hot i'm hot that's the thing about me like to the same extent that i love passionately when i'm hot i'm hot there's in, there's no one who can convince me to not be hot right. i have to literally cool down right. and let love have its way mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but my mind is that strong and can be that much of it inhibitor
0: Mm.
1: even for me to practice love if I feel like the offense was caused by misunderstanding me Mm -hmm. and not an attempt to let me clarify Mm -hmm. so this is what was happening on the porch and I'm just like hell nah this is not the day Mm. right and I I do remember telling the enemy there is nothing for you in this day because I find that the gift of the day so deeply and so often comes when we have these moments of wonder together. Mm. I find that to be such a, such a blessing to have in my marriage, in the friendship, in the partnership that I can lean in and inquire with you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And a day that I feel that we are at odds is just like, then where's my partner to inquire, Mm. right? Who do I co-investigate with? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do how do I practice love deeper mm-hmm. and that was the thing like at the beginning of my day it was so it, it didn't frame true to me to have that type of discord in the beginning mm-hmm. that's where I set my intention to make the room for love more abundantly right that's where I set my intention mm-hmm. so I feel like the day caught me in motion before I set my grounding intention mm-hmm. And I just want to acknowledge that Kamali feels the same way, right? Uh, That Kamali is here. And I want to just express a very real parenting moment right now.
0: Yes, please.
1: The place in parenthood journey where sometimes it feels like you aren't who you wanted to be for your child. Like I didn't get to show up the way I wanted to. The, you know, the, the tale about missing something or not showing up on time or just not being able to be who you wanted to be for the child in the moment. Mm. I just want to express the very human feeling of that complicated, you know, experience.
0: And I'm I'm listening to you and I, I write down what happens when we're unable to set our intentions. How does that interrupt our ability to to love?
1: Yeah, it, well, in, in many cases, it feels like the day is happening to you, right? The day is happening to you before you get to make your mindset confirmed and known. And that means life is happening to you and not inside of you, right? And we have an affirmation that speaks directly to life happening inside of me, right? And life happening for me. So that felt very different than life happening inside of me. All that felt very foreign outside. Why is this conflict here? I didn't wake up with this conflict in me internally.
0: Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. right? But I could not uh, ignore that. It was challenging because that's not how I start my day. But I, I particularly love that, although that's not how I start my day, I had what was required within me to still... Um, resolve.
0: Mm.
1: I had what it took despite the day not starting the way I wanted it to. And despite the feeling of not showing up the way I desire to, like my target mark for Kamali, right? I talk about being a present parent. And so often I've heard the the design or the interpretation of what a father does is as a provider and in, in doing so many, We're not able to be as present as they liked, Right. But I dismissed that notion and I know that presence is profound and I know that providing for my family doesn't, does not have to mean not being present. Right. So if present being a present father is my intention and my mark, then I must've even felt something in the way the day began. So maybe on top of judging myself or maybe my own, perception of how I was showing up maybe I felt so judged by you because imagine me judging myself silently Mm. in my inability to show up then someone comes and confirms that judgment this is this like the perfect sound to be happening on this episode because really we're talking about the journey in parenthood right and things going differently than you imagined or that you how you want them to go but I want to first just acknowledge that I'm, I'm happy to hear her voice in any way. Um, and though it is different than every um, broadcast, this is like showing up real time in the day. But when I was on the porch, I think why that affirmation speaks so much power. I'll read it again really quickly. A grudge feels like power until you experience the power of love. Healing is liberating. Embedded in this is when I was on the porch, I knew that there was not power in our day with us being disjointed. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I had some agency to rejoin that moment of disconnect. Mm. I didn't have to rely on you to make it right.
0: Mm.
1: I owned enough agency in this relationship to be able to come make it right as well. Mm. And I am getting my thoughts together and I hear the front door open and it's Felicia uh, coming to bridge across difference Mm. and to make it more sustainable for us for the day. And her invitation came at such a divine time because I had already made up my mind that I'm coming in to lead with love because I knew this much. Whatever sense of feeling right or wronged, Mm whatever sense of feeling right or wronged, Mm -hmm. whatever stubbornness that generates in a person. Right. I knew that to not be as powerful as love. So no matter how right I feel, I know there's a greater power.
0: Mm.
1: And I would, I would elect to forfeit my hand at this pseudo power and enroll in the greatest power anytime. Mm. Because no one, no one can be like, oh, you was fake mad, but you chose love. (laughs) Like the shit don't work that way. No one can fault you for choosing love. No one, no one can take that from you. No one can call you weaker because of it. It is not a deficit. It is what every human being is trying to evolve to. So for me, it was. How do I get back in the. I won't say in the driver's seat of the day because I know I don't control the day, but in the driver's seat of my emotions.
0: Mm.
1: How do I get back in the driver's seat of these emotions? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I surrender. I surrender to whatever power I think I'm experiencing, whatever offense I think I'm experiencing. Mm -hmm. And I choose to lead with love where I know love resides. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that same thing if people don't lead with love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not saying I meet you where you at. I'm saying it becomes. Thanks, Kamali. I don't say I meet you where you at, but it it is increasingly important for me, for someone to understand the perspective I come from. Yes. And it ain't no, it ain't time for love, right? This I know that love always rules, mm-hmm. but in dynamics where there are institutional power, and people don't have to like really lead with their hearts, they can lead with whatever the majority says is right, Yeah, I don't change. We we can go we can go at it until we love one another later. Mm. Uh, but where I know there is love, I'll lean in every time.
0: Ooh, we're at, I know where it is love, I'll lean into it every time. Every time. I really appreciate you modeling um, what this process looks like internally when challenged. And It was a challenge. It was a challenge for me as well. I was feeling misunderstood, but what I really enjoyed about having that go with you, if you will, was that I actually heard you say, you started to investigate, okay, what it is, what am I supposed to learn from this? Because I am having what it is, things are not, they haven't framed well Mm -hmm. yet for the day. And I'm experiencing another challenge In in communication. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that was so profound that in the, in the height of it, in the height of the moment where there is disjointedness, you are still able to self-examine. And you don't have to do that, right? Mm -hmm. But, but there is an understanding of the love that you speak of.
1: It governs higher than my feelings.
0: And I so appreciate how you model this, right? Because Hearing you do that when you stepped out on the porch made room for me to investigate myself and what it was that I was feeling. Mm. It Mm. made room for me to, to be with, okay, why am I so persistent about this particular point of view that I'm holding and that I'm unable to see what it is that you are trying to say? And I was able to recognize that I'm actually having a conflict with some of what I have experienced in my communication growing up. Mm-hmm. And across my loved ones. Mm-hmm. And these are things that I also want to work on for myself. Mm-hmm. So it just made it so. Thank you again for being so willing to communicate through it. So much so you even communicate how you are feeling within yourself. Like you're talking to me, but you're also talking to yourself. And being able, for me, being able to hear that made room for me to say the same like, okay, well, what is it that I'm supposed to? learn from this particular challenge. And I remember even pouring my coffee and I was thinking like, okay, my challenges are what make me beautiful, how I navigate them. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. obviously like love governs this house, Mm -hmm. right? Love governs this marriage. Mm -hmm. We just did a panel on loving more abundantly. (laughs) Why wouldn't we have to refine it and continue to practice it? Facts. And I smiled so big just now when you were talking and you said, you know kamali she's talking as well but she has my phone and mm-hmm. the, i don't know if you heard the song that was playing that she somehow made play on my phone
1: Uh, uh-uh, i couldn't hear it.
0: oh it was asked by stevie wonder <laughs> that's why i smiled
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: so here we are in divine synchronicity <laughs> in, t- in the practice and understanding of love Sorry.
1: well that's what I, I also think that to practice it abundantly yes kamali we have love for you abundantly too I recognize that, but I think, I think to practice it abundantly, you'll have to endure every season of when you're supposed to practice it and life doesn't look like, let me take a deep breath and reframe in the middle of being offended, right? (laughs) That's not the way it works, but you can get back to that spot, right? You, you can always get back to that spot. You can always get back to the deep breath and the reframe. It's it's there for you. The challenge, however, is surrendering to that moment. It passes us. It comes and it visits us every time, and it passes us by. And sometimes we have to wait for it to come back around and come back around. I'm so grateful that it came back around, right? That's right, Kamali. I find gra- I find deep joy in knowing that, like, love. Protects us in this way. But also that like God would see fit that if we say loving more abundantly, it isn't at the previous level of love.
0: Mm.
1: It will you will be presented with an opportunity to love more abundantly as presented through challenge. So loving more abundantly is not in reference to yesterday's love, it is in the present and a future that we hope for, which means that you will be challenged to love more abundantly. Otherwise, you will have love at the level that exists without a new challenge. So I even reframe today as an invitation to, to grow in that love, um, the ability to choose that love when you feel challenged. And I think it's also important that we note that the second conversation that has no topic, because we, <laughs> we spoke so clearly about Um, Kamali being the first place of like communication, disjointedness. The second conversation that causes disjointedness, I was uh, communicating with a friend who was trying to give me more information on cryptocurrencies. Okay, And I came in to talk to Felicia just to like start to begin a conversation for us to expand what we know because we know very little to nothing. And we were talking about uh, other uh, currencies and really trying to talk about, you know, cryptocurrencies and NFTs. And I'm laughing that that shit caused a problem. I wonder who else it causes some friction for. (laughs) Because without knowing enough about it, there's just so much challenge in communicating, right? So I'm sure one of our uh, cousins on the Black Love Podcast Network is going to help us get more informed. It's my deepest hopes. But truly, that's what created the miscommunication. So I just want to speak to that very human experience, right? Yes. Of the miscommunication. <laughs> but it coming from something that both parties are under-informed about. Yeah. And how quickly a uh, challenge can exist when you, when you, when you just don't know.
0: When you just don't know.
1: Right? <laughs> just don't know. <laughs> I saw a video, uh, somebody asking an elder white man, what he thought about critical race theory and he said he disliked it very much. Right. <laughs> and so he says, okay, well what do you what do you know about it? Well, I'd rather not get into the specifics, he says, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so easy. And then he's like, okay, well, what's the bad part? Like what happened? You know, like what's going on? He's like, well, kids should just be kids. Like he could not support it. He's like, okay, based on the very little that I know. And it's so easy to laugh at him, right? Because it looks like <laughs> whiteness in the way of recognizing what true education is as a tool of liberation. Right. So he objected something he didn't know. And it's really easy to laugh at people when that happens. But so much of we, we do the same things when we don't know. It just doesn't always communicate across racial lines that are as loud and as blurred to show you don't know. But a lot in life we don't know. And what we don't know informs how we approach it. Mm
0: -hmm. So I also
1: just want to humanize that experience because I'm, I'm not at all saying that Felicia knew so little that she appeared to be like the elder white man because no, no. To, the, to the contrary, I knew about point zero 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 one more than she knew. I didn't know nothing. I'm just trying to start the conversation so we can know something together.
0: <laughs> and I told you, I don't know. And my value is this. <laughs> and
1: I'm you know, like, at that point, you know, like, you don't want to hold on to that position. No. So it, it, it does not do us any good for me to watch you be underinformed and unwilling as I am under informed and trying to be willing. It's not gonna help us because it's happening with or without us. Mm. That's what I do know.
0: And that that was the conversation.
1: Yeah. Much like love. Oh. Right? I'm not saying that love is um that that cryptocurrency is that important, but I I did wear a shirt that said love is currency. You did. And what that means is it's happening with or without you. Mm. Just as time passes, Ooh. it's happening with or without you.
0: It's happening. And with those on the
1: side you. of love will rejoice. Right? Because that is a side worth fighting for. And those who don't want to fight with it or fight for love or be on the side of love, it's not, I didn't write the rules. It is, it is what we are called to do.
0: Mm. To love. Mm.
1: It's the mark. It is the evolved human being.
0: Hmm. And many
1: scriptures will lead us to love, right? But I I just tell folks all the time, like, I don't do it from what somebody told me. The way I came from underwater to where I am now Mm -hmm. was crying out to God to lead me to the rock that was higher than I. And then I took inventory on what would stop me from reaching that higher rock. If that was doubt, right? Whatever it was, I take inventory of what's occupying love's territory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I pray for the courage and the obedience to let it go. Cause there ain't nothing harder to let go than pride. Ooh. Because it knows you so well and it masks itself and it embeds itself like a virus. It just gets so much in our layers of who we are and we'll be projecting pride when really it's just an invitation to change that we're resisting. <laughs> So obviously I got in the way this morning went was perfect for us to come to this space. And this is what I value the black love podcast network for. Absolutely. The space it creates.
0: To have these real time conversations. Yeah. Listening to one another experiences. Yeah. That we're all having.
1: That could also be as reference. The goal is to be a reference for love. We stood in that courage by way of grief when we could not avoid it so grief brought us into this conversation and we know that grief is love but there are so many other spaces in our life where love should reign supreme and we're just trying to do that work more and more each day and isn't there an affirmation that says like uh, hard days teach me how to approach all days come on Dr. Fee you got that one in
0: I think I have it in my book.
1: Give us that I, one. If
0: I find it, I'll I'll read it. I'm going to look. Okay. I'm going to look right now.
1: But it's powerful to me. It's powerful to me how these affirmations, none of them are singular. Man. They're all connected.
0: My hard days teach me how to approach all days. I am grateful for them both. <laughs> That's page 20 on mine.
1: Oh, I love it. Page 20. My hard days teach me how to approach all days. I'm grateful for them both. Well, I'll also say that in this case, my days of grace taught me how to approach this hard day Ooh. because I knew to lean into love. And it was the days of grace that taught me that when I had enough time to rehearse that, know that, and then commit to that. My
0: days of grace. Say it again, I'm writing
1: it down. Yeah, my days of grace
0: mm-hmm.
1: teaches me how to approach hard days. Mm.
0: Thank
1: you. For it was the days of grace that gave me the practice to rehearse the knowing. It's hard to rehearse the knowings in a burning house. Mm. So in that constant state of trauma, what can we tell ourselves? The messaging that we give ourselves is really fight or flight in that state. Ain't no time to rehearse no knowings. Mm. So on the days that we was grooving,
0: mm-hmm. rehearsing
1: the knowings, mm-hmm. that saved me today.
0: Grateful for the love that resides in our home. It's not the table; it's her her chair. Okay. Well, Grateful for Kamali, who's at the table with us in her high chair.
1: Whose middle name is Sade, which means sweet song. So anytime I hear your voice, I appreciate it. Because I remember when I longed to hear your big sister's voice. So Kamali's on this episode. <laughs> this is the Black Love Podcast Network.
0: <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Kariga and Felicia.
1: And Kamali. And Kamali. And the listeners. Yes. Thank you all so much for entering that space to help us love more abundantly. Thank you for letting us show up real time and unpack the day's wonder. Thank you to the team uh, who... Makes this work available. Our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Yeah. Our producer, Crystal Hill. That's right. Yes.
0: May we continue to practice love so that we can all love more abundantly. Big love. Peace. Peace.